Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox. We go on live from New York City. I am currently sitting in my restaurant, Della, in Brooklyn. The pandemic, the quarantine has got us all asunder. We have to create space, but it's given us some opportunities. We're going to have a little fun today. We're going to shake things up and do it a little differently. Typically, I have my guest in studio in Manhattan. We sit across from a table from each other. It's intimate. It's close quarters. Not able to do that these days. So taking the opportunity to reach out to some people that otherwise would not be able to make it to New York City very easily to sit in a room with me. And if they did, it would be legal anyways right now. So what we're doing this week is a bit of a roundtable style. We have four segments. There's always three commercial breaks to every show. Every segment this week will, uh, every segment this week will be uh, occupied by a different person. Our first guest today, before I introduce him, I'm going to offer you my message for the week, which relates to my guest in particular, but also just to what's happening. Uh, prior to the quarantine as well, I taught and trained martial arts on a daily basis here in Brooklyn. And a message that was constantly reiterated there is you are the product of the five people you spend the most time with. Since we can't spend time with anybody, uh, we're taking this chance here to virtually connect to some people. So we're going all the way to Alberta, Canada. I would like to welcome to the show, Michael Johnson, otherwise known as T with Mike. What's up, Mike? How you doing? I'm doing uh, pretty good, thanks. Got my uh, cup of tea here. Love the music intro to the show. All snap, love it. Love the I drink coffee. So this, as the okay. shirt says. Which the stay caffeinated gift. is important. Yes. I know, I know there's caffeine and tea. Uh, this, is, this shirt is from another, one of our guests later on in the show who's going to open his own coffee shop uh, sometime. Very cool. Very neat. So really, really pumped to wear this. But yeah, I'm more of a coffee guy than a tea guy. What kind of tea are you drinking today? Uh, today we have a Yorkshire tea. It's a nice, strong uh, black tea uh, with a tiny little bit of milk in. And caffeinated as well, yes? Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I owned a coffee shop, and coffee's always been my jam. I'm, I'm pretty much an espresso guy. I have a very nice espresso machine at home, and that's my lifeblood. But at the restaurant, I don't have a machine, so I do pour-overs. Okay. Are very tea-like. I like them. Actually, I like my pour-overs to taste like tea more than coffee. I like the subtleties that you get out of the lighter roast and the way you can extract that way. It's much better. Awesome, I have a quick tea question for you because I know you like to pump out a lot of uh, tea facts. I do so indeed. I, I make a, a, a tea basically out of roots, out of like ginger and turmeric, like fresh roots. Is that considered tea? If it's, Is tea only like the leafy, the leafy uh, beverage? <laughs> maybe not. That, you don't have to answer it right now. That may be something. I didn't know if you knew it off the top of your head. Um, that's, that's, that's the one I really like making a lot it's uh very good for inflammation and uh for people like athletic people people that work out a lot yeah, sure there's lots of different types and obviously there's lots of different styles like anything yeah. In, yeah. In, in in creation and so a lot of people do make it from that scratch gather other ingredients yeah stuff, they mix stuff together so really it's more just the almost like the creative process of of how you get to the end product which has a tea-like taste, however yeah. that may So, uh, <laughs> it's a tea. Yeah. What you say? I didn't hear you. Go ahead, say it again. Oh, because because there's uh, lots of uh, different types of tea. Yeah. Um, so you uh, you studied um, 
digital marketing in school. Is that correct? Uh, I studied uh, media and communications at, at Red Deer College. So quite a bit, of, obviously, on the communication side, some on the marketing side, public relations side, history of communication, a real white broad mix. And you have your show, Tea with Mike, which is which is gaining in popularity. What was the impetus for starting a show? I, I mean, I love the branding. It's really it's really clever and it's really on fire. Yeah. not yeah. many people occupying that space. What uh what what urged you to uh to start a, a show? And what's the show about? Let everybody know what it what it's about. Sure. Hi guys. Um, for those of you that are tuning in, um, so I'm uh, Michael Johnson, aka uh, Tea with Mike. Uh, I run a storytelling talk show called Tea with Mike. Uh, the input, whatever. I started the show because uh, technology and uh, digital are having a significant, I guess, impact on our uh, daily lives. And whilst that's important as as related to the uh, pandemic, we've also lost the ability to have that uh, interaction, uh, both face to face and even like this. And we've kind of lost the ability to be able to tell uh, stories. Because if you think back to our ancestors, that's how messages and knowledge was was passed on through was through sitting around a campfire and the elder or whoever passing it on to younger generation to, to pass on to their kids and grandkids, et cetera, et cetera. So really it, it, it's all been created to, to remind people that storytelling is super significant. And there's so many cool people in the world uh, and it's just a way to connect people globally and hear about the impact that people are making in their local communities. And and you typically bring people on from all over. I mean, you're the the geographic reach of what you've done has always been, I think, right from the beginning. You kind of so, so kind of started off with just people I know, and then as the shows mm-hmm. gained in uh, popularity, you know, we, we've had pe- lots of people reaching out. So. Everything from North America to England, uh, and, and coming up over the next few months, we're going to be going to Hong Kong and like further wow. reach. So that's super exciting. Shows hit forty-five countries so far, so always growing, which is that's the exciting part. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and then some of the other things you do, like you sent me a, a, a website the other day of something you've been working on promotionally. Do you want to talk about some of the other things you do besides uh, just being a, you know, famous uh, talk show no, host? Oh, 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 oh. I would say, say I'm famous. I'm working on growing my audience to people that find it valuable. Um, so, so some of the things I uh, do, I, I'm a big fan of the performing arts in the theater, in the theater space. Uh, professionally, I've done some work in the space, and about, and the thing I like about it the most is the diversity and, and the people that you meet through that type of work, like from fringe festivals, so I've met like fire eaters from around the world, people that juggle. Like, it, right. it's, it's super cool, and then so there's that. And I, and I used to do a lot of performing myself. I'm from England originally, um, so that's why Tea with Mike, the Tea with Mike show is kind of culturally on point. It's kind of lucky because I, I like tea. I'm from England, so that's the other part of the, the branding. Yeah, and I didn't. I wasn't picking up the Canadian accent so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'm glad because I've been here for seven, seven years, and to some, some people say I've lost the accent. So I guess it just just depends. What you have going on is great, though. It's like Sean Connery meets Darth Vader. I think it's, 
I think it's fantastic. I went to yeah. school in Buffalo and I actually, I studied, my degrees are all in music and performance. So I'm, I'm very familiar with the, uh, the performance space as well. Awesome. Um, but it was my first time living, you know, Canada was like right across the river that close. And I didn't realize there were like subtle inflections in the, uh, in, in the, uh, accent. And I, I was like, what do they keep saying? And then I was like, Oh, they're Canadian. What's that all about? <laughs> that was yeah. the first one. <laughs> yeah, so, so the cool, so the coolest thing probably that I've done in that space so far is I performed on a, a Georgian uh, theater stage at the Georgian uh, theater Royale in, um, Richmond, uh, North Yorkshire, England. Super cool. It's, it's, it's still creaky floorboards. It's yeah. all old, like yeah. all the cr- incredible backdrops. Like you're sitting in like the Queen Victoria box, and it's just a really cool, neat space. So, so that's pretty cool. Fantastic. And then, in terms of uh, some of the promotional stuff you've done, like actually using your degree and like. <laughs> Uh, not all of us get to do that. So it seems like you, you've uh, actually executed on that a little bit. Do you want to tell everybody a little bit some of the side things you have going on? In yeah, so, 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 so for context, just uh, graduated the two-year program. Like, Let me just look at my graduation certificate. <laughs> <laughs> June, June so, oh, that's the wrong one. That's the other one. Oh, so July 4th, 2019 was the official uh, graduation yeah. date. And because employment opportunities with everything that are going on in the world right now are really like tough, um, kind of tried to, with some influence from my parents, tried to start devising ways that I could be learning these skills on my own accord to uh, eventually, hopefully, apply it to a real job or maybe not to a real job. So I also yeah. um, just recently started doing um, promotions for a brand called uh, Reboot Me Online. So people can check that out on uh, Facebook and Twitter right now or rebootme.online. Uh, it's the website. It, and the whole point of it, it's all about thinking differently and through the content that's on the website in design, travel, technology, a little bit on sustainability, but lots of different interesting topic areas. And the main purpose is to really like inspire people and to like uh, kickstart kick that day and just, just bring a, a different perspective on so, uh, content you may not necessarily see on your average Google Google search, kind of filtering out the noise of the internet. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was when you sent that to me. That was kind of the fascinating thing to me, and and I really that's when I was like, all right, I really I really want to center a show around this because right now people people need that. People need to rethink everything the digital outreach and for someone like you, who's really entrenched in it for me, I've been running brick and mortar businesses in the same neighborhood for like 15 years. And which, which, which is a great accomplishment in itself that you've managed to make it to 15 years. Cause as you know, better than I do, a large percentage never make it. Yeah. And they, they all have them in the same business, but just <laughs> some have gone, I've lost some for sure. I've sold some, but, uh, the digital, I, I was just, it was so super locally hyper-focused that I never uh, had any experience with digital outreach. So now people like me are looking to people like you. It's very inspirational in terms of this is a possible approach. And it was funny because I was getting pushed in that direction a little bit recently. And then, you know, March was like, wow. And it was like, okay. No, at you, least I, it, you have to. And I, But I was already on the path a little bit, like just getting yeah. my toes wet. And I was like, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad I had at least like for me, I've been doing this show for about nine months 
and I was kind of like the same thing, just kind of pushed into it. It was it was to bring it was to highlight really awesome things that were going on, especially around where I live and and in Brooklyn and New York City in particular, and other hustlers. Um, and now it's it's turned into something much bigger. But uh, it was it was you know the same idea I think as as kind of what what you started it for. Um, and if that hadn't have happened, I would have been much farther behind on this uh, little journey that we're on right now. So I'm really grateful for people, you know, like yourself and and the other people that kind of spawned this for me, because I I've seen other people locally who weren't on that journey, and it's it's a struggle, you know, when you have the pressure of like pandemic and and loss of revenue, and you have to develop like this new skill that's foreign to most of us like the internet didn't exist when i got out of high school you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like we really had to like we had to do a lot of catching up do you have any advice for people per, that you know particularly people in that situation where maybe they're a little older or just have not been participating in the way that 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 would have been uh really beneficial right now to just help them kickstart uh, getting their feet wet with digital outreach, the ability to tell their story, which is a big component, I think, for any business right now. Sure, um, I'll, I'll keep it uh, re- real brief for the flow of the show. But thank you. Just, just, just kind of number one, start. Don't if it's in your mind, start. Write it down on a piece of paper. Um, to, to kind of figure out what the best kind of medium is. Are you better? Are you better at video? Are you better at written? Are you better at just the audio portion because some I'm not the greatest on video. I'm getting better, but there's some people that have got great voice and great tone that people instantly like switch onto, and they, they, they should start a podcast like like straight away. So figure out figure out where your strengths lie and then use them. At three, make sure be consistent, do it every day because it's gonna it'll take a long time to see any progress, but. You need to do it every day, otherwise you're wasting time. And then I guess finally, kind of ignore the lots of people are going to have different thoughts on different directions that you should go into. They may leave some uh, negative comments, and that can take on a, a variety of different forms and contexts. If you don't think it's relevant to what you're doing, just ignore it and just keep working towards your, towards your goal. And then it's kind of like a magnet. It's almost like you alluded to at the at the start. You kind of the product of the five of the five people that you spend the most time yeah. with. It's completely true. So in yeah. a nutshell, those are some those are some small pieces of advice. Thank you. That's really fantastic. Just before we go, I just wanted to reiterate too. I was watching one of your Instagram lives the other night, and someone came on, and they were like, "This is too oh, long." Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you need it, and I'm like. Like, tell that to Joe Rogan, like the most successful podcaster on the planet. It's like, yo, man, just do your thing. I, I hope, we, we, I hope yeah. that cut through. I was just like, we 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 talked it out afterwards, and they uh, came to re- realize that we that we're going for different goals and we have different perspectives. Yeah. But it, it would be interesting to hash it out further on a future Instagram live. Yeah, definitely awesome. Well, we're gonna have to move on to the next segment. Right. I really appreciate you coming on. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Tell, let, tell everybody where they can find you. At, at tea with Micon at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and then my other project that I'm doing promotions for, rebootme.online on Facebook, Twitter, and website. Awesome, man. We'll take care of yourself. Hope to talk to you soon. Thanks, everyone. Right, you got it. We're going to have take a short break. We'll be back with Dom Jackson in San Diego. Take your, get your, get your uh, tank tops on. Get ready. All right, everybody. We'll be back in just a moment. Cheers. Cheers. 
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back, everybody. Once again, you're listening to The Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox, going live from New York City, but we're going to switch gears here. We're going to shoot in our plane known as Zoom Airlines and go to sunny San Diego, where I will be joined here by my guest, Dom Jackson. He is a personal trainer in San Diego, but he's also a very active gentleman on social media. He's got a really great positive message. And just to catch everybody up to speed, we're doing a fireside kind of roundtable uh, this episode where we have a different guest each segment of the show. So just then we had Tea with Mike from Alberta, Canada, now San Diego, Dom Jackson, and the message of the week once again, you were the product of the five people you spend the most time with. Since we can't hang out with nobody, we're taken to Zoom and the virtual world to, to get some of that positive energy. Dom, what's up? How you doing? I'm feeling fantastic, man. That's a, that's a great message, too. You really are the summary of the five people you're around, so I agree with that a lot. Yeah, so that was a constant message in the martial arts school that I was training and teaching at prior to quarantine. And every day at the end of the class, there was some sort of message that was shared, and that one came up a lot. And uh, that one just kind of stuck with me. And it's been a hyper-focus for me in terms of my, my community and, and the people that I really started to associate with over the last five years. And I, I think it's a very true situation. But now we get this opportunity that we would never have gotten before. I've never been to San Diego, so this is the closest I've gotten. It is. San Diego is beautiful, man. I'm actually, I was actually born in New York City, too. Oh, dope. Yeah, nice. I was born in the Bronx. So nice. I moved to San Diego last, uh, last year in January. And uh, I mean, I think I'm a West Coast boy at heart, not going to lie, man. Gotcha. Yeah. So were you, were you in New York City that whole time or did you move around a bit? Uh, so I was, I was born in New York City in the Bronx and then I moved to uh, New Jersey, into South Jersey when I was 13. So I lived 
there from 20, 2008 to 2019. And I moved here. So I've been here for a year and some change. Yeah. Wow, it was like 15 months now. But yeah. So I've been, like, I'm still an East Coaster at heart, but, you know, Cal- yeah. California sun is, is getting to me, man. I'm loving it over here. I'm not going to lie. That's funny. I knew there was something I liked about you. So I was like, this no. guy, he's different than those San Diego people I know. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of East Coast heart here. It didn't go away. It didn't That's go away. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. First of all, what are you drinking? Tea or coffee? It looks like tea. I'm drinking tea at the moment. Drinking what tea. kind of tea? We just had tea with Mike on, and he asked everybody <laughs> that when they come on his show. What? That's a good question. I'm actually drinking uh, Wiseave tea. It's actually one of the teas that uh, the one of my good friends, one of the people that I've met through like through content and uh, putting stuff out, was actually a member of my gym. But we met digitally before we met in person, and we found out we live in the same town. And uh, he has a tea company, and it's like all functional teas. It's called Wiseave tea, and my favorite one is the Chocolate Hustle one. It's like a cognitive focus tea. So I always drink this before a podcast or before like I'm getting done some work, trying to get myself charged up and like i was like i'm gonna be on air so like you know this is what i need to get get myself focused stay caffeinated (laughs) absolutely brother absolutely man but um, tell everybody a a little bit about what you do you're a personal trainer but you're also very active on many platforms you have your own show give us the lowdown real quick yeah so um i've been a personal trainer for the past uh uh five years i'm a national certified trainer i've trained a bunch of different people I traditionally train people that are like uh, like your your industrial athletes, like your mom and pop. Like I don't train athlete athletes, but like people that are trying to keep themselves in shape, whether you're an accountant, a teacher, a nurse, you know, people that are trying to keep their body the way they'd like to be, but still, you know, help out people around the world. That's the people that I typically train. Um, I've been uh, I was training in New Jersey, and then I moved out here and I had to like start fresh, you know, as part of the whole entrepreneurial grind. The cool thing was that you know do by putting out content and like social media and stuff. I've been able to help people that won't train me. It's like people that can't train with me anymore because I moved can still get people, still get advice and uh, tips from me without having to, you know, see me in person, which is, I think it's huge. You know, it's all about communication. So out here I trained at, uh, I was working on the 24 hour fitness out here. Um, you know, kind of started from grind step one, you know, new city, new town, kind of getting my face out there. Um, so I was doing that for a while. And then when COVID hit, you know, that was like, oh, shoot, because like personal training is the direct opposite of social distancing. Like the gym is the last place people are trying to go during yeah. this time, you know? So um, between like study, I've been setting up some online stuff, so like helping people out with some coaching things. And I've been doing like delivery. So I do DoorDash now and like Uber Eats, kind of like, you know, get that cash flowing, you know, you got to grind and stop, man, you know? Of course, of course. Never sleeps, you got to get it how you can. Um, I've been doing you know, a lot of things. So between uh, you know, my personal, while being a personal trainer, I started my, uh, my, first, my own personal podcast. Mm-hmm. And it was called the Fitness Fundamentals Podcast. The podcast was basically designed to take the fear out of fitness. So if you were someone who wanted to learn some things about fitness and just kind of take the fitness, me interviewing people in the industry and breaking it down as simply as possible for you. But um, within that process, you know, I kind of got like more of a feel of my uh, media side of things i really like enjoyed that and i didn't want people the way my podcast was set up i didn't want people to come just for the fitness like coming for like oh, i want to know how to lose weight i want to know how to do that and get like some other things too there were some other topics that i kind of wanted to venture on as well so i changed the structure of my show and um i ended up doing it i changed it again to it's the i called the dom jackson experience playoff joe rogan except you know it's dom instead of joe and on that one i was interviewing people 
from all like people all different types of field that I enjoyed and like thought had good ideas. Um, and with that, you know, they had to change up again. So I had to pivot again. So now I'm doing a live stream show on Instagram called On The Mic With Dom. And I'm doing something similar to this, kind of talking to people, getting their stories, you know, enlightening people, whether it be fitness advice, motivational tips, you know, positive message, doing whatever we can to keep ourselves uplifted, you know, physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever, whatever lead you want to put in there, you got to get you better, you know? Fantastic. Yeah, I've kind of noticed that, like watching your progression. And it's, I like how you diversify things where you do some posts, which are strictly, you just do fitness instructionals that are short, they're sweet. This is how you can do this at home. But then you bring somebody on your show that's like completely unrelated to fitness, but the message and the uh, the inspiration is still there. And that was one of the things that drew me towards you immediately because, I like I said to, to Mike on the last segment, you know, I was just strictly working in the street, boots on the ground, you know, not had no digital presence at all. And I got a little bump right before this all happened, like a little nudge, like you should start doing this. Not Nobody knew what was going to happen, but uh, it's made the biggest difference. And, you know, like I asked Mike on the last segment, what kind of advice could you give to people? I mean, because personal training is often done. <laughs> you're, you're usually together, right? Mm -hmm. But is. a lot of people are doing it differently now. There's actually a lady, my wife takes her class. Um, she's here in Brooklyn. She was a trainer before working in a gym. And everything shut down. And she just started doing stuff out of her out of her apartment. Zoom every morning. It's Toning with Tara. Uh, look her up on Instagram at toning.with.tara. It's really fantastic. She's got people calling, like come calling in from all over the country. And she has motivated so many people. She's not asking for any money. She's just doing it. And like people are calling, like, well, this lady called my wine store the other day to buy a gift certificate for her. Didn't even know her. It was just like, I need to buy a gift certificate for this lady. And I'm like, oh, okay, what's her name? And she tells me, and I just start laughing. And she's like, I just started doing her show and she's just so great. And it's like, this is how it's done. So what kind of advice could you give? Like similar scenario for you? That, Have you experienced is, anything like that? That is how it's done. That is how it's done. Um, yeah. So basically what the, what the, as far as like what I recommend, as far as from a fitness standpoint, you know, everyone has their own different level and their own different, you know, scale, what they can do, and what they can't do. But consistency is the biggest thing overall. So, you know, if walking is what you can do at the moment, if you can walk 20 minutes one day, and then 20 minutes the next day, you know, that consistent habit of walking is to your goal. Now, I'm big on like, you know, stacking things up like building blocks, you know, block by block by block, step by step. So, you know, the first week could be walking or it could be the first month, depending on where you are. It starts off as walking, then it's walking with squats every 10 steps. You know, you can't build off each thing with each step that you do. So if you want to, so if you, what I'd recommend people doing is, you know, see where you are, like whatever you're trying to do, get started something consistently. So if you want to do 30 days of squats, 30 squats for 30 days, that's like something simple that people do to start off with. Um, for people that are kind of like in that stage of like, I don't know if I want to work out or not. There's like, you know, there's levels to it. But for anyone out there who um, is kind of trying to figure out how to get better and more stuff, um, there's definitely a lot of uh, things you can do at home. For instance, one thing that I do, uh, I like to do like a lot of, it's a CrossFit term called AMRAPs. So I'll pick five exercises that I like doing, let's say squats, push-ups, crunches, um, leg lifts, and uh, mountain climbers, okay? And I'll do 20 of each of them. And the reason it's called this AMRAP is because it's as many rounds as possible. So I'll set a timer. So for 20 minutes, I'm going to do as many rounds as possible of these five exercises. Now, the reason this is so great is because, one, 
you know, you already have a time set up. So like the whole, I don't have enough time thing. You can set that time however you want to. So if you want to make it five minutes, you can make it five minutes. You want to make it an hour, you can make it an hour. You have that power and that control to do it. The second reason that is great is because you have something to track. So you get, you got all these exercises done within, you got all these five exercises done within 20 minutes. So you can see how much time you spend on each one. So let's say week one, you know, you only got four rounds. All right, week one, four rounds. You know, write that down in your little training diary. Four rounds done. Week two, I got four and a half. You know, now you have something you can measure yourself to see you're getting better. Because the last thing you want to do in a time like this is be like, oh, what was me? I can't do this. Right. I can't do that. And, you know, I'm big on folks on what you can control and keeping yourself, you know, as active as possible, positive as possible. So having having something that you can control, first of all, you know, the timing of what your workout is going to be, two, the actual exercises inside the workout, and then three, seeing a way for you to progress, that's where the fun is. You know, you know, in the entrepreneurial game, fitness game, it's all the same thing. It starts off kind of rough, like, oh, it's kind of weird. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, But the second you go through that barrier of, like, I like this, they're like, oh, man, I can't, I can't wait, you know? Like, one of the things... Just on the on the content side on the content side of things, I was um pretty nervous to go on live stream for a while. Like I was something I wanted to do for myself, but like I was like I don't know how to do this. It's kind of scary. And this week, this last week um was the this yesterday. Yesterday was the third week I actually did like my my show. I call it on the Michael Dom on my Instagram live. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, even doing something like this right now would have been horrifying to me. A couple of weeks ago, if I didn't start doing the training of the live stream of my shows to, the, to this. So whether it be, uh, I, I really like relating things to fitness because I feel like once I got myself more acclimated physically, anything else that I did, I was like, okay, you know, it's just doing pushups again, it's just doing squats again, it's just running again, you know, going through that process of being like, this sucks at the moment, it's horrible, like, I'm horrible at this, it's not where I want to be, but if I stick to it, I'll get better. But once you get better, once you get to that breakthrough, like all the funds on the other side. Yeah, man, beautiful. You just tied those two. I was like, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? And you went straight from fitness to business, like seamlessly walk off home run, man. That was <laughs> awesome. Thank you. We're going to have to move on. We got we got another round coming up here in just a moment. Where can people find you? Thanks so much for having me. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram at Dom Jackson Fit, on Twitter at Dom Jackson Fit as well. I even have a TikTok too at Dom Jackson. So Which is dope. My name. So like, but it's Dom Jackson or anything. Um, and then fit, depending on what it is. But if you type in Dom Jackson, you should see me type the F, you'll get the fit. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Hey. Thank you. I look forward to connecting again in the future. Too, All right, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to zoom it back to Jamaica, Queens here in a few. We'll be back in a few. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? 
I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. All right, everybody. Once again, you're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox. And again, this week, we're doing things a little differently, roundtable style, four different guests, 15 minutes each. We started in Alberta, Canada. Then we quickly zoomed to San Diego, California, and right back to the LGA LaGuardia with my guest, Junaid Ifal. Junaid, you here? I'm here. You can hear me? I can. Did I say your name right? Janayad, close. Janayad, damn, it was close. It's better close than what I would have said the first time, though. No, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> it happens. It happens. What's up? How you doing, brother? Everything I'm good? Doing, I'm doing well. Doing as well as a person can inside NYC. Yes, right. Well, you know, it's interesting what's happened here because, first of all, we're not immune to, or, or you know, we're used to adversity. We're, you yeah. know, we're not impervious to these kind of situations. Um, and and I think if there's any town in the planet who would just like take it and be like, okay, cool. Let's keep going. NYC is one of them. Would you agree? I agree. I agree. NYC is pretty resilient. I mean, we, we fight each other once in a while, but yeah, yeah. Well, we, we practice. We're like the lion cubs, you know, just constantly like, but, you know, we're good. <laughs> nice. So uh, we connected through LinkedIn where you have a LinkedIn live series, which is yeah. somewhat coveted. What is it? It's linked insomnia, something yeah, like that. That's what it's Dude, called, such a great I, name. I love it. I saw it the other night. And I was so like, I don't come up. I didn't come up with the name. Actually, when I started the show, I did it late night and I'd go to like two, three a.m. And I'd yeah. go like three, four hours and it just came and it stuck and it, it works for me. I, I'm not a morning person. If it wasn't for the show, I'd probably be waking up <laughs> at like two p.m. But it or is taking a nap. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take a nap after this show. <laughs> me too. Shoot. <laughs> Yeah, I don't stay up that late, but I just work a lot. So I have yeah. to every now and then I got to just like go go hide in a corner. Growing up in the restaurant industry, I was notorious for finding a dark little corner and I would just yeah. take the bag that with full of the linens and like the chef yeah. coats and stuff and throw it in the corner and make a little cot. 15 nice. minutes, then make a coffee and I'm right. I was good for like another eight hours, which was typically the case. It was like yeah. another, I still had an eight hour shift left in me after being at work already. So yeah, no, nah, those, those naps are, are powerful. 
Yeah. So uh, tell everybody a little bit about what you do. Uh, you've got something else called uh, nodegree.com. Give us a yeah. little back. Give us the backstory. So simple terms. I help people without college degrees find meaningful jobs that pay well. I'm also the host of the No Degree podcast where I interview people without college degrees and have them share their stories. And my real motivation was starting for it. Starting it was because a lot of people without college degrees, you tell a high school kid tells someone, hey, I'm not going to college. You get to, what? are you going to flip burgers? Are you going to have a right. hard life there? And the fact is, is that it's not going to be easy, but there are many ways that you can go where you can make it a very good living and you can do well for yourself. But you have to be targeted and you have to know what you're doing. So you have to start early that if you start at 18 and you're very smart about what you do, you can make very good money You know, by the time you're 25. It's just about being targeted and you know, a lot of the ways they're so much cheaper or you're not getting into any debt. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I've spent a lot of time in the in the hospitality industry, I own a restaurant and a couple other food related uh, businesses and, and people for over for 15 years now, people have said, my little Billy wants to cook. Should he go to culinary school? And I'm like, that's crazy. Like, why would you pay? Which it's like, yes, yeah, now lot. it's it's like 70. It's well, then it was like 75 grand. Now it's probably like over 100. Uh to go to a school to learn how to how to do something that's not going to show up. It's not going to be representative of what happens in a kitchen. I worked in this one kitchen. Uh, the chef was a culinary institute grad just upstate, and they would send him in the summer all these little interns, you know, that had just finished a two year degree at a prestigious school. They knew how to like make a fine dish. I'm sure they could make you like one good dish. They had no idea how to operate in a restaurant. And I'm like, if you if Billy wants to cook and make money cooking, Billy needs to go get a job in a restaurant and hustle his ass off and make that money and learn at the same time. So I've always been a big fan of that. I have a master's degree in something I don't use at all. Yeah, you know, I, I'm the same way. You know, I have a master's degree from Columbia and like, I, you know, it's all it's all for my parents, right? They're, they're like happy. And then once in a while, it helps people think I'm not a complete idiot. But it's right? just like it doesn't it's not like when I went there, I got smarter. I, you know, I, while I did learn, it, it was just too expensive. It's just. Yeah. And I, you know, I, when I actually worked, I used to work at a Barnes and Nobles, like the Starbucks right inside it. And I knew someone they went to culinary school and they were in debt and it really held oh, them back. Time. And it just yeah. sucks. Right. And it you just, can't yeah, you can't open your own restaurant with that kind of debt hanging over your yeah. head. Because you, you know? need to, you know, the restaurant is tough. It's like, Ooh. you know, swings up and down. So that's why I started it. It's just I, you know, it just started as a domain and it grew from there. It started in 2014. I bought the domain and first few years, a couple of guys in a basement. And then I did research over the years. And then 2018, I cashed out my retirement. I would have actually done it full time earlier had I not had my debt. <laughs> uh, Columbia, <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. And. Yeah, so that's that was my real thing. And a lot of people say, hey, you have a master's degree. How can you have a website? Because like I went through the system, right? I was always a good student. I went to Bronx Science, a specialized school up in the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I know who like school benefits and who it leaves behind. And there are so many mm. people who get left behind because they're not good at school. Like I see a lot of people, if they're dyslexic, right? They're judged because, hey, to them, things come take more time. But it's like, you know, don't judge people just based on how well they do on their math test or, yeah. you know, you don't judge your car mechanic by his ability to take a math test, just like you wouldn't judge your doctor by their ability to change a tire. Right. Exactly. And and it's interesting. A couple of things you said, like, I think are, are really going to get the opportunity to shine right now. First of all, school, I mean, 
one of the reasons, like I've got three kids, and one of the reasons I was adamant about staying in New York and raising them here is because of all the alternative approaches to education. My wife is in education; she's a high school math director, and her school breaks all the rules, and they yeah. just don't give a shit, you know. And it's funny because they're under the microscope constantly by the DOE, yeah. but they come in and they, you know, they they do their whole audit, and they're like, "You're doing amazing things. Carry on." And it's just like the cycle, you know. They keep, yeah. they keep coming in. Um, so there, there's these opportunities here and those are only going to grow as they kind of tweak the education system right now. Like now all those kids that struggle in the, 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 you know, the, the format that we had even just three months ago. And I, and I could totally rate, like I was a totally good student. I was yeah. smart. I understood everything. I tested well. I could not stand sitting. And we were talking about this the other day, like yeah. sitting at a computer or sitting at a desk for all those hours. I'm a doer. I'm a yeah. doer. I go out and do things. So I ended up, I dropped out of two different high schools. I dropped out of one next year. I went back and went to another one. I was like, maybe it was a school. Maybe it was a people dropped out of that. I was like, no, it was me. But somehow I ended up with a master's degree, which proves that, you know, you can meander, you can do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and life, but, look, life is typically not a straight road, right? It's mm-hmm. a curvy road for everyone. Yeah. And, to tell everyone that they need to go to college at 18 year old is preposterous. There's there's some people they just need to go back when they're older, when they have more direction. Because the best students are those people who go back when they're above 25 because they're in there for a certain reason and they don't have time yeah. to mess around. It's like no, not wasting any time. <laughs> at 18 to 22, you get these people on their iPads, and it's like, and all of a sudden they're more qualified than someone who's been working four years. Right. Right. This doesn't, doesn't make, make sense. sense. So the other way you 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 know you just pointed out as well like there there's going to be potentially a big opportunity for what you're doing because schools a lot of colleges are not going to go back in session yeah. in September a lot of people are going to start to rethink a lot of people are going to feel the economic crunch and be like sorry Billy I can't foot your culinary degree right now you're yeah. going to have to go get a job and you know the, the interesting thing about schools like the culinary institute. I, I worked for a number of guys in the nineties that had gone there. And at that time you had to have had, you had to have worked for two years in the industry and it didn't matter. You could have been, you know, scooping Italian ice on the Jersey shore in the summers, but you had to have two years experience and know what that pressure feels like, you know, no, like you're going to be in dirty, dirty situations. This is not glamorous. We're not all going to yeah. be Bobby Flay. You know, they, they really made them go through that and it weeded out a lot of the a lot of the bullshit people, a lot of the people that weren't going to make it anyways. But they got rid of that. And I think that would be a useful reintroduction to a lot of, you know, maybe not a, like the medical industry. You don't want to tell the guy, yeah. go pretend to be a doctor for a couple of years. Go yeah. try it out and then we'll teach you. No, not, that's not what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but it, you may have an opportunity here with what you're doing in that kind of council because the, the whole system just got... Just yeah, I mean, really look, I've up. had I've had opportunities since they started charging enormous amounts for people because <laughs> right. I ask people, people who go to college, they're like, yeah, it's too expensive. And they you hear this common thing where it's like I just spent it was just way too much. It was just way yeah. too expensive. I learned everything in person. And then, you know, you get a lot of people with MBAs. Right. And the common thing with an MBA is the mm. MBA is the best marketed degree. Yeah. Right. And right. you hear people say like, oh, it's not the education. It's the network. So you're telling me you're paying whatever 50 100k 100k plus for a network just yeah. go buy dinner for two people every week for a whole year you'll build your own network and you'll save a lot, a lot of money yeah, exactly. a lot less expensive so then you even see that even these schools kind of portray that it's not it's not the education so then what are you paying yeah, for right. go pretend to be a student and go hang out in the halls go i don't know go exactly. pay for like an id or something from a student 
You know, right? And no. Just be creative. It's about being creative that you can't, if you don't, school just sort of spoon feeds things to you. But if you're, if you're creative, if you're a hustler, there's so many ways to sort of replicate it. Yeah. Any, any last bits of advice before we move on to the, to the next segment for people and also tell people where they can find you at? Just, I think just be creative and do research. Uh, I think that's what a lot of people don't do that regardless of what you do, I'm not anti-college. I just think that regardless of what you do, please do your research. Please make sure that it's the right decision for you. Don't listen to people who haven't done their research because so many people they just listen and they get into a situation and they realize that it's not for them. So please do research. Ask a lot of people. Talk. Make an educated judgment before whether you're going to school or not going to school. Because that's right. what a lot of people don't do. And that's what causes them trouble. And if you want to find me, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. My name is spelled J-O-N-A-E-D. I'm the only one with that name. And <laughs> you know, feel free to check out my podcast, the No Degree Podcast on nodegree.fm. And that will link you to all the places that, are, that it's uh, aired on. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Definitely, once things settle down, we're gonna get we're gonna get together. Yeah, grab definitely. A, grab a coffee at like eight p.m. because we're both yeah. gonna be up late. Look, I'll wake <laughs> up early for you, so it's all right. I'll wake up early for you. I appreciate it, man, so much. I really do. Will you take care? I look forward to seeing you on the flip side. All right, gotcha. everybody. Gotcha, we'll be. We'll be. You got it. We'll be back in a few with the last guest. We're gonna shoot to Cleveland, Ohio. We'll be back in just a few. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media. My guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com everybody welcome back you are listening to the entrepreneurial web again this week we are trying something new four segments four different guests four parts of north america first we were in alberta canada then san diego we zoomed back here to new york city jamaica queens in the house and finally alas surrounding ourselves with awesome people we are going to the cleveland ohio area where i'd like to welcome my guest ryan luce 
who is on the verge of something big, a big life-changing physical move for him, and also embarking on his first entrepreneurial business venture in the midst of all this craziness. Ryan, are you with us? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Do you I'm have here, a cup Jeremiah. of coffee? Are you nice and are you nice oh, and caffeinated? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I actually went with the yellow cup because I thought it complimented the purple shirt. Beautiful. Like it was I purposely did that. So I, I was I'm blessed so with this with this gift from Ryan. It came in the mail yesterday. Stay caffeinated. His branding I on love the back. That shirt. It's a great shirt. And uh, I'm so stoked that I got it in time to wear it for the show. Tell everybody what's going down, man. What's happening? <laughs> uh, what are okay. you up to? Um, <laughs> besides, ah. like, check it, checking my pulse every, <laughs> I don't know. I Listen, I've done, I've done MMA and I haven't been as nervous to step in a cage as I am right now for some reason. I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm so nervous right now. So just bear with me. Sorry about totally that. Normal. But, uh, <laughs> totally normal. Totally <laughs> um, normal. I guess, I guess what's going on is, um, I've always wanted to do something, not, not like in the grand scheme, not like a huge thing, like, Oh, I'm going to go change the world. Uh, that's, that's someone else's bag of tricks. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that way. I just wanted to do something small and quaint, something that, that I could build, I could grow and I could help out my local community and maybe even give back to my kids in the future with, you know? Yep. But for the longest time, I didn't know, I didn't know what it was that I could do. Um, I didn't know what my talents were. Um, so I was always just trying to like mentally, mentally think about, oh, well, can I do this or can I do that? Um, I went to school for chemical engineering and you can't really just go open up a quaint chemical engineering shop, right? <laughs> like, hey guys, come over here. Not that easy. Some of these chemicals. Yeah. So um, I was just, always just trying to think about that. And then um, one day, well, because I also love coffee. So I'm always making coffee and inviting people over. And we're talking about coffee and um, all I would have is just a regular coffee pot. And I got bored with that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to invest in a small espresso machine and, and learn how to make espressos and cappuccinos and, and everything like specialty type coffees. So once I got that and I started making them and giving them to my wife and a couple of my neighbors and some friends, um, they said that they were good. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, I was like, well, maybe I could do, maybe I could do that. You know, because it's my passion. I like to make coffee. I like to drink coffee and talk about it. Why don't I try to open up my own shop? Why don't I try to do that? Because I can have a nice little quaint small shop, which is exactly what I want, something small. Um, I can give back to the community, like um, with, uh, with, with Ryan's Coffee House in the back of little kids' jerseys, you know, like yeah, that of kind of way. Mm-hmm. I always think that would just be cute and cool. Um, so that, that's, that, that was about two or three years ago when that idea finally kicked in and I was like, all right, maybe I could do this. Now let's, we'll, we'll fast forward to where we are now. And we're kind of just ripping the bandaid off because <clears throat> my parents, my parents moved and her parents moved. So it was kind of inevitable that we were going to move, but we just didn't know when. And we kept going, well, well, we'll wait to move because we wanted to open up the coffee shop when we move. We're like, we'll wait to move until we get, we get this situated and we get x amount of dollars uh saved up so when that kind of happened they're like well i don't know if we i don't know if we're ready yet we'll we'll move when we get to this situation and this much saved up and then it kept it kept getting extended to the point where i think my wife even just brought up because she's like yeah i think i'm ready to move 
Um, and I was like, oh, I don't know if we're ready. We don't have this ready. And, and I think we wanted to save up a little bit more. And she's like, if we keep saying we're not going to move until we have X amount and, and this situated, we're not going to move. We're just going to be stuck here and we're, ne- we're never going to open up the shop. She's like, we just need to go, have faith, and go and do it. So that's why we're like, all right, fine. Fuck it. We're going to go. Sorry, I don't know if I can say that. No, you can curse. Sorry it's okay. That. Okay. Nobody um, gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, because I just realized it was, it was like live, so you don't have like yeah. a boot button, so that's why. Um, Fuck them. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so that's why we're kind of like, all right, we're going to go. But the other, I guess the other safety net, which which helped me not stress as much, like if you follow me on Twitter, you'll see that that I'll post my panic moments. I'll post them on there. I'm like, oh, crap. What, there, what if this happens? There were a bunch of them lately. <laughs> yeah, so I'll just start openly panicking. All, all throughout Twitter. So if you follow me there, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see the raw end of this. Um, but the one thing that does kind of help me out is both of our parents are down there, and both of them have already said that they will support us and make sure that we don't end up, I guess, on the street. You know what yeah. I mean? So if, sure. so if everything goes belly up and we fail, we have a safety net of of two sets of parents down there who be like, all right, well, come here, we're gonna help you, dust you off, and then get you going again. Yeah. So that's that's huge. The support network is is what really keeps me sane, I guess. Yeah. And so and it always will be. Thing. And that goes back to to the message this week is about surrounding yourself with people that will will pick you up and help you out. And and honestly like that scenario is it you've got a great you got a great foundation to build a business off of. It will be fucked up, you know. Bad things are going <laughs> to happen. Like you could lose your business. You you most likely will not be put out on the street. And you've got to imagine, like, think about what a lot of people have gone through recently. I mean, a lot of people put their whole lives into a business that just opened up and they just lost everything. I hope they're not on the street, but with over 30 million people unemployed in the United States, it's going to be it's going to be sticky. So, you know, it, it is a crazy time for you to take this, uh, you know, take this opportunity and, 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 and reach out for this grab. But honestly, if you don't, somebody else is going to. And there are people that are like, built for this kind of thing that will just scoop it all up so you know pat yourself on the back a little bit for for mm. even just considering it you know being able to come on and and talk about it and uh it's you know you got you got a lot you got a lot under you it, it sounds like you're uh you're 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 poised for success whatever happens you know in terms of your ability to sell coffee that's different that's a whole different mm. bag <laughs> yeah thanks yeah uh, so um, you're also really active on social media on like all platforms. What kind of fired that off? I mean, that's how I think I came, you came onto my radar through Twitter, but then it's like, oh, he's here. He's here. Like you have two Twitter accounts. You have two Instagram accounts. You're on LinkedIn, you have Facebook, like TikTok. What, uh, what drove that? Because that was really, that's going to service you a lot in the future. Um, if you stay with that, especially in, in any kind of like monetary endeavors, but what, what really, what was the impetus for that? What got you going on social media so hard? Hi. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, can you see him? That's, that's Either. talent. You have an extra, you can touch the, your, your ear with your foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, obviously, um, I follow Gary Vee and, and, and I believe in a lot of things that he says, um, mainly because it, he's got a proven track record of it. Yeah. So you can't, you can't ignore it if he's been right so many times. Um, so it's all good. Um, Don't worry so about it. it. 
So at the beginning of the year, um, I was like, all right, I'm going to finally start focusing on social media and trying to learn it and try to brand myself. Um, the reason why I got two Twitters and two Instagrams, and I think I got like three different Facebooks, which I haven't really dabbled in a whole lot right now, um, is because I didn't know if I wanted to build the business brand or my personal brand. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I think it'd be easier if I just built the business brand and just posted a bunch of different coffee pictures on Instagram. So that's where I kind of started. And then, then I was like, well, Gary always says I got to build my personal brand. And I was kind of confused by that. But one day it finally clicked and I was like, oh, okay, I think I understand what I got to do. So then I jumped into Twitter and I was like, I'm, and I started this January like 6th or 7th. So this was by, I think I, I think I got hard into Twitter in April, like the beginning of April, maybe end of March. And I was like, oh shit, I'm already, I'm already behind. At least in my head, I was behind. So like, fuck, I got to hit this hard. So I just jumped into Twitter. And at first I was really uncomfortable and nervous. Um, with my tweets. So they were like very sparsely and, and uh, I don't think they were really, they were, they were, they weren't worded real. They were kind of, um, really thought out. And it, whereas now you can kind of see me where I'm just going to post what's on my right. mind. Whereas before <laughs> I was like, I was writing it out and then deleting and then writing it out and then deleting. But, um, yeah, so I, it, and then I'm starting to see a lot more, um, engagement from people, which, which gets me excited and gets me going. Yeah. So I'm not really like Gary says, I'm not really worried about the numbers. I love the engagement, the yeah. numbers or whatever, but just, just getting people to comment and me commenting on them and, and us going back and forth, um, has, has helped my, uh, I guess my, my social media confidence. It gave me a boost. So that's why I'm able to post a lot more just going forward with that. So I'm, I'm hoping in the end it, it helps out and works out for me. No, absolutely. So, You're doing if, if it doesn't, I've met some people. Yeah, no, you're doing a fantastic job. And I think that's really key. It's more about the relationships you build with the people that are engaging with you than some arbitrary number. Where can we got to wrap it up? Where can people find you digitally these days? What are some of your handles? Well, and such? Uh, on, on Twitter, I made my Twitter years ago. So it's actually TLC MMA from when I used to do MMA. But I'm yeah, to I love it. that. Um, so <laughs> Find me on Twitter on TLC MMA. Um, my business Twitter is, I think it's Ryan's Coffee, Ryan's underscore coffee. Um, I'll post on my personal one, TLC MMA on Twitter. And then on Instagram, look up uh, Los.Ryan on Instagram. And um, you can follow me on my coffee shop, which is Ryan's underscore coffee underscore house, I believe, on Instagram. Awesome. Well, I wish you the go, best go of luck. And- yeah, yeah. I wish you the best of luck in, in like the most immediate future and all the things that are going down and definitely look forward to uh, being, being a part of your, your process and your journey. It's been, it's been really inspirational so far to, to, to talk with somebody in like this raw state. So keep up the awesome work and then we'll do this again. We'll do a longer format sometime, maybe after you, uh, you get up and running or get moved and, uh, and we'll, we'll dig in a little deeper. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me on. You got so, it. Uh, awesome. Awesome, man. We'll talk soon. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Take care of yourself. All right. Keep that distance, but surround yourself somehow with some really awesome people. We'll check in with you next week. You are listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. Peace out.
Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Hey, all you crazy listeners, looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 